Are you working hard to keep yourself limited and playing small? Is that working for you? If not, would you like to be changing that now? What if the key to activating your wealth was in the willingness to embody the abundance of possibilities you are? Would you choose it? Join in the conversation now on Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark, and receive tools and facilitation to clear the points of view that keep you stuck in limitation to begin choosing your abundance and living well right now. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in this amazingly gorgeous, big, wide, wonderful, magical, beautiful, delicious world. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I am your host, Keisha Clark, um, as opposed to just some random person who jumped on a radio show to talk for an hour. <laughs> And if you so desire, for the next roughly 55-ish minutes or so, we'll be your Living Well Empowerment Agent. I guess I could add a disclaimer there, if if you desire that. Yeah, I kind of did say that, didn't I? <laughs> so, good morning. I am Keisha, and I am so grateful that you are here. Thank you for coming to play. And wherever you are and whenever you're hearing this, thank you for landing on this episode. Thank you for visiting my page. If you're listening to this in the future as a replay, and how does it get even awesomer that we can like jump online and tap into amazing people and amazing conversations and receive magic and joy and quite possibly even some lovely change in our lives, listening in on these conversations. There are a wealth of them here on A2Zen, any of our hosts archives pages are full of amazing shows and conversations and I know there are a number of people in the world who are choosing to put their conversations out there via other radio stations or podcasts or independent ventures and how awesome is it that people are willing to make that choice and willing to put themselves out there in that way as in other ways that other people are willing to do their version of that. And that kind of taps into what we're talking about today. First, however, I'm going to invite everyone, if you have not already joined us, and thank you to all of those of you who are joining us in the chat room. Oh my goodness, please come play in the chat room. I That's just one of my favorite features of A2Zen is that we can all tap in virtually in the live show, um, just click on the word chat room in the red bar near the top of your screen. It's pretty much on any one of the screens you will be on in A2Zen. And if you at some point desire to call in and bring your question live on the show, I would be honored and privileged to play with you in live airtime. And you can find the call-in numbers at the top of your screen near the middle um, and there is a number for the U.S., there's a number for Canada, and there is a number for the U.K. You can also Skype us if none of those really work for you, a2zen.fm. You don't have to wait for a reply. You can actually just click on that icon and call in. And I believe you can do that from pretty much any device as long as you have Skype installed. So what are we going to play with today? Well, two weeks ago I had a conversation about relativeness, and last week – I had a conversation, I'm sorry, two weeks ago, I had a fabulous conversation with Annie Gelfin. <laughs> and before that, I had a conversation about relativeness. And then last week, we were talking about legitimacy. And all of this has kind of been moving in the direction of playing with 
who are you really and what are the capacities that you have, that we have, that each of us has, that we may not really be acknowledging? And is it time to begin to acknowledge these capacities? Even if you just are acknowledging it in your closet and not letting anyone else have a taste or get to play with it. Whew. What if, what if you are far more than you have ever even dared to imagine you're capable of being? And what if it doesn't take a massive amount of effort to have that, to be that, or to choose that? So today's topic, we are talking about give the people what they want. <laughs> and oh my goodness, there's some interesting energy that comes up when I say that. And believe you, believe you me, there was some interesting energy that came up for me when this topic first presented itself several weeks ago. And it was like, wow, give the people what they want. And, um, and how nervous does that make some of us? How jittery does that make some of us? You know, what, what goes on in your body when we say that? Because it is with an exclamation point. So give the people what they want. Have you ever felt the pressure to give the people what they want? <laughs> and have you driven yourself crazy to be and show up as or in accordance with whatever that is, right? So what if you already are giving the people what they want and what if it just looks really different from what you thought it was supposed to look like? And what if you could let all of it work to your advantage? Hmm, does that sound like something you might want to be playing with more? <laughs> so let's have a conversation today exploring what we actually are being. What are we being that we're not acknowledging? Now, I know none of you listening to this show have probably ever not acknowledged yourself, <laughs> right? <laughs> so let's play with some words. Um, and, and I want to just give a, a nod to my good friend, Wendy. Um, this conversation, in part, was inspired by a conversation she and I had a good little while back. I am so blessed and grateful that I have friends that I can have these conversations with. And one of my favorite questions is, would you be willing to have a conversation to create the life you know is possible? And my other version of that question is, would you be willing to have a conversation to create the reality you know is possible? So what is your reality? What is our reality? And that's one of the things we were playing with, Wendy and I, in this conversation a few, well, I guess it's been several weeks now, um, is is we were talking about things that were occurring for us when we were children within our families. And the, the point in particular at that moment in the conversation happened to be about how we created our bodies relative to the families we were in. And for both of us, there was a lot of stickiness around bodies and the size of bodies and the energies of bodies and the aliveness of bodies and so for each of us, we had our own version of experiences where various and sundry family members had some very interesting points of view <laughs> about bodies and what was supposed to happen with bodies and what wasn't supposed to happen with bodies and what bodies were and were not capable of and what was right and wrong about bodies. And so it just so happened that for both of us, 
some, maybe two or three more of you in the world could relate to this. Um, in our families, there were people who actually said very unkind things about our bodies. Now, they also said unkind things about lots of bodies, but it just so happened that when we were on the receiving end of that, it was pretty intense. And both of us created uh, our own version of our bodies, to, to, and we received a great deal of criticism about our bodies and a great deal of, um, gosh, you know, it's those... It's those things that are said that are so woven into the general conversation that people just, you sort of, you don't even catch it. You know, it just becomes a part of what is normal for us in our families. And, and so we were looking at some of those dynamics and things that got created, and we were also looking at habits that we put in place, mostly unconsciously, um, in response to those energies. Because at two and five and nine and 12 years old, we didn't know how to respond to those energies. We did not know, we were not aware cognitively of how to receive those energies and rather than allowing them to simply dissipate and, and move through our universe and not stick us, of course it stuck us. And yes, Rhonda in the chat is, um, is saying it's like microscopic knives and that is a fabulous description, a fabulous way to describe it. Yes. So how many of the scars of those knife wounds of comments and points of views that were in conflict to the joy you knew was possible, are you still allowing to be running your life? Are you still allowing to be creating your reality rather than you creating your own reality? Ouch. Wow. Apparently there's more than two or three of us doing this. Okay. So in this moment, would you be willing to take a breath and would you be willing to choose beyond all of those places and spaces you have allowed those energies to linger, to stick you, to create what is not true for you, to create obstacle for you choosing your life and your living and your reality and ease with your body? Wow. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Thank you. I wonder how much freedom we can be willing to choose today. So here's something interesting that occurred to us during that conversation. And it was just this phenomenal moment of, oh, my God, aha. So how many of us think or have bought into this point of view that we, we can never make our families happy? <laughs> okay, just a little bit of that out there in the world. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of, uh, it's a popular thing it's a thing i guess we just we kind of resign ourselves many of us that we can't make our family happy we can't make our husband or wife happy we can't make our partner happy we can't you know we're just people aren't going to be happy with what we choose so we're just gonna you know have to figure out how to choose in spite of everyone or everything else right however something that occurred some awareness that began to bubble in this particular conversation and it has really it was one of those that just changed everything again <laughs> for me, for us, was what if we were so freaking brilliant and magical? And for all of you who just checked out with the word magical, would you please come back? Yeah. What if magical is a, a legitimate word to describe you? <laughs> and what if relative to everything anyone else is choosing – Magic totally applies here. You totally have it. You totally be it. So what if 
you are totally capable. You are so magical that you were actually creating yourself in the way that your family could receive you. Now, when that question landed in my universe, it was a doozy. Because we looked at what was going on in our childhood, my friend Wendy and I, at that time. I've looked at that with other people that I've had conversations with. We've had conversations about things in our childhood, whether it was particular um, episodes, events, things that got created, however that was showing up, whether that was ongoing or whether there was an encounter with someone who was just you know, weird or unkind or, or even totally adoring to us based on how we were showing up to them in that moment. Now, for a lot of us, it does show up with our bodies and around our bodies. Bodies are a topic that we could spend our entire lives having conversations about and having processes to play with. And oh my goodness, you've heard me say this before, if, if you've listened to any of my shows, how amazing bodies are. And, and what I know that I was not acknowledging that I know is the intense, incredible possibilities that exist with bodies. I don't even think one of us on this planet right now has tapped into even a fraction of what those are. So, yes, and somebody in the chat room is talking, <laughs> good on you, hon. She says, so great for me to pick abusive parents. Brilliant, brilliant. So let's apply this question. What if you were so in your brilliance and in your potency and in everything you bring to this party right now on this planet that's going on in this lifetime, what if you actually have the awareness, had the awareness even as a child <laughs> or when you were in your child body, what if you had everything required and you actually knew what your family could receive and you chose to be that? whether that was a rebel child, the black sheep child, the perfect child, the prodigal child, or the child who was severely mistreated physically, mentally, or emotionally, whatever ta label we want to give that. What if you knew what your family was capable of receiving? And what if you chose to be that? And what if you were giving those people what they wanted. Yeah. Interesting way to start playing with our capacities, is it not? Many of us started to play with our capacities unconsciously. I am counted among those people. <laughs> How much were you aware of that you, you didn't cognitively have a sense of? And how many of us had the vocabulary to even have these kinds of conversations when we were five years old, right? Wow. And how many of many of us who are listening to this show or these kinds of conversations were the children who came in to families who were unkind, families with intense amounts of conflict and controversy and battle energies? And how many of us had the scars? And guess what? What if the scars have only stayed around to be the reminder 
of the potency we are capable of? What if the scars can now be let go of? What if your body can actually show you your potency in such a different way now? Are you ready and are you willing to choose that? Yeah. How many of us, beautiful, thank you, Rhonda, how many of us knew we were the ones that could receive these energies, handle these energies, manage these energies, transpose, trans? transmute, transcend, transform these energies. Now, did we wake up at two years old and have the cognitive sense, the cognitive reasoning, or what this reality refers to as the logic, (laughs) to be able to say, well, today I'm going to be a valuable asset to my family and I'm going to give them an off-gas valve. (laughs) No, I don't think many of us cognitively did that at two years old, (laughs) right? However, everywhere you've been making yourself wrong for being who you showed up as in the family you chose to come play with, whether that was your birth family or an adopted family or both, Would you be willing to acknowledge now, in this moment, you actually were making choices. You actually had made choices to create that, and you actually can choose now to be using those energies to work for you. Give the people what they want. What if you can do that? Now, with, as we say, uh, some of you have heard me talk about access consciousness on this show and on a number of the shows on A2Zen, and what if you could now be choosing it with consciousness attached? What if you could be choosing it functioning from the space of knowing, your knowing, beyond the cognitive realm? What if you could be functioning from your brilliance or your genius or your magic? Are you willing to function from that? Now, to some people, they want to use fear as a reason and justification that they don't do that. But let's talk about what fear really is and how fear can be used in a much more productive and generative way, shall we? Let's do that when we get back from our first break. (laughs) You are listening to Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. And for all of us who have mushy, mushy heads at the moment, awesome. Would you be willing to just be present with this energy and allow whatever is desiring to be created, be actualizing, be activating, and be showing up to you? Would you be willing to allow that to simply happen? Let it occur. Be present with it and keep choosing and keep breathing. (laughs) And we will be back in just a few moments. Thanks, folks. (laughs) Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? 
Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. Do you know a child who is frustrated and disruptive in class, who struggles to connect, who's bright but still not making the grade? Have you ever wished that there were a kinder, gentler way to support children with difficulties in school or at home? Many children find Access Bars is benefiting them greatly. A study is being conducted to document findings in an effort to assist kids everywhere with these life-changing benefits. Will you donate and help to assist kids thrive? Visit www.accessyourbrilliance.com to support our study. What else is possible for kids now more than ever? How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent, now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S., 815-880-8255. In Canada, at 613-800-8736. In the U.K., at 033-0001-0625. By Skype at A2Zen.fm or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com now back to our show <laughs> welcome to the next segment of living well here on a2zen.fm oh my goodness we are tapping a artery <laughs> of some very interesting energies today wow and thank you all of you for being so willing to go here oh my god i love these conversations i love creating dynamic change with being willing to choose conversations. This, for me, is courageous. This is truly courageous to be choosing to look at, to acknowledge, to choose you and for you and what is required to change whatever you want to change. And you don't have to cognitively know what is required. You can ask what is required. You don't have to be the end-all, be-all, <laughs> worker bee of your own life or of the universe. You can simply be willing to receive something different. And thank you for being willing to receive different today. Wow. So before the break, we were tapping into some of our, wow, what if we really showed up here and what if we're more capable than we've ever imagined? <laughs> and I I was totally tapping into as well the kind of spinny head syndrome that we go into. And in some cases, that's where a lot of us check out. I certainly chose that for a long time. And in other cases, this is where we can actually just recognize or catch that, oh, I'm in the spinny head syndrome, and what if I could actually be present? What if I could let go of my mind? What if I could let go of my tendency toward my brain and actually allow all of the molecules of the universe to contribute to me right here, right now? 
what would that create in my life, in my body, in my businesses, in my bank accounts, <laughs> even? <laughs> so I mentioned the question, what if you could be using this to your advantage? And what I see a lot of people using as a justification is what we call fear. Now, fear is a really interesting energy. I have played with a lot of it in my lifetime in many different uh, creations that I've done, <laughs> that I've created. And, um, you know, some of you might have heard the um, acronyms for fear, uh, false evidence appearing real. Um, I think there's another one, and I just can't bring it into my cognitive brain at the moment. So um, whatever you've heard about fear, would you and everywhere you've used fear as a reason and justification not to choose whatever that was, whether that was to choose to say something that was really important to you or to reach out and take someone's hand or to create something in the world that was really, really nudging you, pulling on you, tugging on you, or and you just wouldn't choose it because you used fear as a reason not to. Um, or whether you're using fear as a reason not to change anything in your life right now. Consciously or unconsciously, what are you letting fear stop you from, keep you from, cut you off from? Because here's one of the interesting things about fear. Everywhere you're allowing fear to be real for you, you're creating a completely fixed solidity in your life and very likely in your body as well. So rather than judging yourself for having used fear, <laughs> you don't have to go there. What if you could simply allow yourself to look at what you're calling fear? So what are you calling fear? Because for a lot of people, when we say give the people what they want, when we talk about giving people <laughs> what they want, a lot of us go into overwhelm. Like the first energy that you perceive, what, what is that? Is that like, oh, my God, I could never do that. Oh, my God, I would be so tired. Oh, my God, that would be so hard. Oh, my God, what if I, I, I would have no time for me? I would have, and so what if none of that has anything to do with giving people what they want? So would you be willing to be giving people what they want in a way that actually works for you? And where have you been using fear or what you're calling fear to keep you from doing that? And it's really interesting that fear came up in this conversation. I, in all of my prep kind of little things that I was doing, fear was like nowhere in those conversations. <laughs> and so now fear, the topic of, or the question of fear is, is up. And so how interesting is this? Wow. So what is fear? What is fear? Is fear real? Or is fear a creation? Yes, for a lot of us who have heard some of the scientific blurbs, fight or flight is, is one of those responses in our body, um, the mechanism that allows us to know whether we're going to stand and fight or whether we're going to run as best as we can. And that is not necessarily the fear I'm talking about. You don't necessarily flight out of fear. So everywhere you're connecting, leaving a situation that doesn't work for you with being fearful, oh my God, there it is. Everywhere you're connecting, choosing for you as being 
fearful when your choice looks like I must leave this situation. I must leave this relationship. I must leave this meeting. I must leave this conversation. I must leave this party. I must leave this whatever, okay? Everywhere you have made that automatically have to be, the only way you can do it is from fear. Oh, my goodness. Would you be willing to now choose something different? And would you be willing to acknowledge what was it truly? What could it be beyond fear? Do you really fear giving the people what they want? Do we really fear that? Or do we fear or do we tell ourselves that we fear what that might create? And I may be preaching to the choir because <laughs> I also know that my topics show up to give me more awareness. So please know that as I'm having this conversation with you, <laughs> Christmas lights are going off in my head as well. Bing, bing, bing. So what are you really trying to be afraid of? Are you afraid that you can't deliver? Or are you really letting yourself be afraid of what would actually get created if you chose to be that potent? So what do I mean by being that potent, giving the people what they want? So just like my awareness in that conversation with my friend Wendy around look at how capable we are, look at how many amazing kick-ass capacities we have that we can actually show up in the way that people can receive us, okay? So did you show up as a chubby child? Did you show up as a brilliant child? Did you show up as a behavior problem child? And isn't it interesting, the first commercial we played was for the Access Your Brilliance. And it's a study that's being done with children who have primarily the label of ADD, ADHD, which many people also sub-label behavior problem or pain to deal with, depending on the person. And what the study is, is about um, using the, the body process called the bars. In access consciousness, there's a body process that is called the bars. And it's work that's done entirely on the head, on the scalp. And there was a huge study that was completed, I believe shortly before the end of 2015, um, on the, the general populace with bars. And looking at, they were measuring uh, different activities, different um, um, the different places of the brain um, and what became active and what became calm. They were using, uh, I believe, MRIs and other forms of measuring the activities of the brain before the bars were run on people and after the bars were run on people. And then for some people, they they came back multiple times and there were readings done with these different machines like MRIs and thermograms and things like that. Um, and the findings have been amazing. And so now they are doing a study with, specifically with children with, who have been diagnosed ADD, ADHD. And it's amazing. It's amazing what can be created when we're willing to allow our, the craziness and the intensity in, in our, that we create in our body through all of these 
Hmm. For some of us, we could call it environmental stimuli, and for others of it, it could be our cognitive chatter, okay? Um, but what's happening is lives are changing, and I'm kind of sidebarring just a wee bit. I thought it was very interesting that that commercial came on. What if these children that we're calling, uh, some people are referring to them as indigo children, um, but what if these children who are showing up with these different diagnosable conditions are actually bringing us something we're asking for, something that they know the world is asking for? What if they too are giving the people what they want? Because this is not about pleasing 100% of the people 100% of the time. Is that even possible? Okay? Look at our electoral process, and I think you'll have your answer, <laughs> your awareness. No, you cannot please 100% of the people 100% of the time. However, relative to how you showed up in this incarnation, relative to what you desire and what you know is possible in this world, are you willing to give the people who are looking for you, the people who are choosing to play with you, are you willing to give them what they want? Are you willing to show up as what they can have, what they can engage, whether that's through an argument or whether that's through a fabulous uh, visit over coffee or something else? And that brings me to my next point. So the word want is a very interesting word. And within the energy of that word, if you look up the etymology of it, there's a great deal of the word that is actually connected to lack and longing and not having rather than desire. And for in conventional times here, we typically use that word, many of us use that word to express what we desire, you know. But we don't state it as, I desire this or I desire that. We say, I want. However, when you're using the word want, my awareness is that a lot of the times, depending on how we're using it and what it is that we're saying we want, a lot of the times what we're actually talking about is we are functioning from a lack and a longing. And what is really subtle and yet immensely potent to me is that the slight little difference between wanting from a space of curiosity and wanting from the longing or the lack creates entirely different results. Okay, so I'm going to be I'm going to have to stitch a little bit of this together, so hang in here with me. So let's look at when we say what are you capable? Are you capable of giving people what they want? Now let me ask it a different way. Are you capable and are you willing to be giving people what they desire? And let me ask you, just for fun, a slightly different version. Are you willing to be giving people what they feel they cannot have? Most people are not willing to be happy. Most people are not willing to have joy, and most people are not willing to choose ease for themselves. So what they are able to receive, and I'm not making this an us and them, so let's don't we don't have to go down there. It's really about what are we willing to be aware of? 
Are you willing to be aware of what people are capable of receiving? Or really, it's what they're willing to receive. So that in your conversations and in your relationships, you can actually deliver what the people want. So you've heard, you might have heard, some of you might have heard the expression, um, when a person shows you who they truly are, believe them. So how often would you say people are demonstrating who they are in a given day, including us, <laughs> right? And how willing are you, each of you listening to this right now, right? So what if you actually have a capacity to be aware of what people are willing to receive, to be aware of what people have bought into that they can't have or that they are missing and to be aware of what could be created if you were willing to deliver the energies relative to that. Ooh. Yeah. So take a breath. Yes, yes. What if you have the capacity to be this? What if you already are being this? And yes, in the first segment I asked you, what if you could be using this to your advantage? And granted, this is a slightly long-winded way of getting here, and I'm reading the energy, and there's some resistance, okay? So this fear that we use as a reason or a justification to keep ourselves from being all of those energies and delivering what we are aware of the possibilities of, that is a place we so often stop ourselves. And because we showed up to our families and for many of us for whom that was, uh, we were on the receiving end of difficulty and unkindness due to or relative to the choices we made, for many of us we made this sort of unconscious vow. So let me just ask you, have you made any unconscious vows to never be what the people want? Have you allowed your childhood experiences from this lifetime, and for those of you who want to go a little beyond <laughs> any lifetime, have you allowed that to be the reason that you use fear as the thing that doesn't allow you to go? So to, to, to be, to choose, right? So, oh, okay, so we're all kind of in a little bit of a, all right, so let's just be present with this. All of the information that is tapping on your uncognitive and cognitive doors, would you be willing to just keep breathing, okay? Let's have a nice little commercial break, and I'm going to invite you to keep choosing and to for the entirety of this commercial break, what I'm going to challenge you to is to try to, to choose to not require any of this to make sense for a whole two minutes, okay? Let's see if we can make that, all right? So you're listening to Living Well here on A to Zen. We are talking about giving the people what they want and what if you are so magic you can be doing that and what if it has to make absolutely no sense and we will be back in just a few moments. <laughs> 
Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What if you really do change molecules by your interaction with them? What if the change you've been looking for is right before your eyes? What if the uncomfortableness that comes with difference could be fun? What if the closed-minded people of the world no longer determined our world? What if gratitude trumps judgment every time? What if your kindness healed the world? What if the earth is asking for your help? And what if you had the resources to give it? This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Picasso, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Aristotle all knew to be true. Hi, my name is Dane here. Thirteen years ago I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question and everything changed for me. What if there are no dumb questions? Or any question too large? What if you being you are the gift and the change this world requires? Is now the time? For more questions to create a change in your world, sign up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. My gift to you, beingyouclass.com. Do you know a child who is frustrated and disruptive in class? Who struggles to connect? Who's bright but still not making the grade? Have you ever wished that there were a kinder, gentler way to support children with difficulties in school or at home? Many children find Access Bars is benefiting them greatly. A study is being conducted to document findings in an effort to assist kids everywhere with these life-changing benefits. Will you donate and help to assist kids thrive? Visit www.accessyourbrilliance.com to support our study. What else is possible for kids now more than ever? How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S. 815-880-8255 In Canada at 613-800-8736 in the UK at 033-0001-0625 by Skype at a2zen.fm or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com Now back to our show. <laughs> Welcome to the next segment of Living Well here on A2Zen. FM. I am your host, Keisha Clark, and how did you do on the challenge over the commercial break? <laughs> Were you able to stay out of any of it having to make sense? Whew, that's kind of interesting, isn't it? And what if that's one of the keys to actually allowing all of this to work for you? Allowing this to work to your advantage. Hmm? Yes, 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 yes. How many of us have these perceptions or we have these awarenesses 
And then we go into our brain. We go into our mind. We begin to run the cycle of figuring something out. Or we then try to take over orchestrating how to deliver what the people want. Yeah? I know none of you have ever done that. (laughs) And Lily is moving a bit of energy with us. Wow, this is so interesting, you guys. So fascinating. I had no idea when this topic, like, jumped up and said, okay, pick me for this week. I had no idea (laughs) what it was going to bring into my life, (laughs) let alone what it was going to bring during the live show. So what about... Oh, excellent point. We are coming to that. I've got a beautiful um, note in the chat room here. Um, so what about, huh, we, we touched on receiving in the previous segment. And we also have talked about relativity, okay? So let's look for a minute at what is it that you are willing to receive? And how much are you willing to receive? And I love uh, one of what's just come up is uh, one of the challenges someone's sharing is that when they don't feel they've gotten what they want. Okay? So what is it that you are wanting? And I'm saying that in air quotes with the implied energy of the lack. What do you feel like you're missing? Are you wanting from... the energy of not having or are you desiring from the energy of curiosity and if you notice that there's the thing with the not having going on would you just be willing to go oh that isn't really where I want to function from let me shift that and the best way that I can offer you or one of the best ways that I can offer folks and I do offer folks to, to do that shifting is to begin to ask questions. Okay, so when we have the awareness that we're functioning from something that we would rather not be functioning from, (laughs) in this case, if we're having the awareness that we are wanting from the energy of not having, what could we be or choose different? What could we be and do different here is a great question. Now, one of my favorite questions is, and some of you have heard me say this before, who does this belong to? And another way you can ask that is, who am I being right now? And those are two incredible questions that will bring you amazing amounts of awareness, if you're willing to receive it, amazing amounts of awareness. Oh, my goodness. Who does this belong to? And who am I being now, right now? And when you have an awareness, again, this is not about it making sense. So you're not looking for a cognitive answer, okay? What you're looking for is awareness. And sometimes it just shows up as a very subtle shift, like, oh, now I can breathe a little more easily. Okay. And I'm going to ask you to acknowledge the slightest change that you notice and then ask another question when you're in those moments. So if you have the moment, and I'm still using the example of when you have, if you have the awareness, you're functioning from wanting as a, as a lack energy, and you ask, who does this belong to? If there's any sensation at all in your body or in your space, acknowledge that. Ah, okay. You can choose to return it to sender with consciousness attached. You can also choose to ask another question. 
awesome. Who am I being? And you may not get any particular name if you just stay open to the space of possibilities here. You don't really require a name, do you? You just have the awareness you're not being you. You're not choosing for you as you in that moment. And then what do you do? Oh, okay, I can get present here. So the, the, one of my other favorite questions is, well, I have two. I guess this one is a tie. The first one is, how much space must I occupy to have greater ease with this? And the second one is an energy, space, and consciousness question. And for those of you who play with access, you might be a little more accustomed to this. What energy, space, and consciousness can I be? Or what energy, space, and consciousness can my body and I be? To be the energy required here with total ease. So how do you give the people what they want? One, the first one that I would offer is, would you be willing to receive what you desire? And would you be willing to have clarity, or more clarity than you might have in this 10 seconds, of what you actually desire? And would you be willing to have awareness of everywhere you are wanting from the space of not having, and then allow curiosity to come into play? in those areas. And again, it's not about having a cognitive word. It's just about the awareness of, am I functioning from that? Am I not functioning from Oh, I am functioning from that. Okay, wherever I'm doing that, I don't have to know that in this 10 seconds, but wherever I'm doing that, consciously or unconsciously, I'm choosing now to change that. And then you ask a question, how much space can I be to have greater ease with all of this? What energy, space, and consciousness can I be to have more knowing, being, perceiving, and receiving of what I truly desire with total ease? And when we're talking about giving the people, other people, what they want, what energy, space, and consciousness can my body and I be to be the energies required here with total ease? And one of the things that allows us to do is get out of our head. When we're trying to figure out what people want, we get into the weeds very quickly, or we can. Now, there comes a point that you get your muscles of, of the awareness muscles, I'll call them, you kind of get them really tuned and firmed and toned, and you're able to be tapping into what people are willing to receive, and you're able to be delivering that with a more of a congruency and more of a, a rhythm and a pace. It actually, it looks like you're reading people's minds. And what if you are that capable, reading people's minds, reading people's worlds, reading people's universes, not to take advantage of them, but to use the energies to your advantage? What if that empowered you to communicate more effectively? What if that allowed you to have awareness of what and how to say what was required or desired? Would you be willing to be that? So give the people what they want. And if the people want something uncomfortable, would you be willing to deliver uncomfortable? And if the people want something magic, would you be willing to deliver something magical? And would you be willing to know that you are capable of all of that and everything in between and beyond? Exactly as you are right now. And you are changing in every moment and what if 
you could be even more capable and have more ease giving the people what they want. Yeah. So are you willing to play with that this week, folks? We talk about the willingness to embody abundant living and how much abundance would you be willing to tap into if you were willing to be more present, if you were willing to be more of what the people want, not as a sacrifice, not instead of you. Actually, what if you could do that as the inclusion of all of the energies of you? And that's something we're going to talk about next week. We're going to take this one more realm, one more expansion, and play with it even bigger. And oh my goodness, we might even get a little controversial, (laughs) but we're going there. We are talking about, well, I'm going to let you just wait until I put the topic out there, because I'm kind of, I'm, I'm curious to see what goes on. So in the meantime, I want to tell you about a couple things. One, if you want to play more with me, you can find me on Facebook. You can email me at livingwellnow at gmail.com. And, oh my gosh, what conversation could we be having to change your life, to create the life you know is possible? And are you ready to be courageously speaking those conversations? And speaking of conversations, I have a new collaborative venture starting this month. It'll be later this month, but it is starting this month. Oh my gosh, my sister goddess Rhonda Burns and I are creating this yummy, deliciously, delightful, divinely different, unconventional playground of conversations. At least that's where we're going to start. And it's called Sexually Speaking. And um, the fun little thing we've come up with so far is unconventional conversations to unfuck your life. <laughs> so would it be fun to unfuck your life a bit more, <laughs> or at least to start with a bit? And would it be fun for you to have more ease with all of the energies of sex in your life, in your body, in your world, in your businesses, in your bank account? I want more of that, and I am so curious to see what we can create. So the link to join those conversations is on this replay page. Click on the link that says Get Your Ticket. You will need to give us your email. It is going to be a little different in the way we broadcast it, and it will require you to have a link to be able to play with us live. So in the meantime, folks, what if you are giving the people what they want? Would you be willing to acknowledge everywhere you've been doing that? And would you be willing to choose even more of your capacities to be doing that bigger, bolder, more amazingly? And what would you be willing to choose, be, do, and receive now? Have a great week, my beautiful friends. I adore you. Thank Mwah. you for listening in today to Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark. You are invited to join us every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. In the meantime, what would it take for you to be choosing more of the abundance and prosperousness of you and living well with total ease?